You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 36 of the PharmD Money Podcast. My name is Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. One of the biggest, most audacious goals some pharmacists have out there is early retirement. Usually when people think about retirement, they think about retiring sometime in their 60s, most likely because you could turn on Social Security starting at age 62 and Medicare turns on at age 65. And those are usually the two biggest reasons why people wait until their early 60s or mid 60s in order to retire. So they have those two areas of their life taken care of. But if you're a pharmacist, if you're in retail and you're feeling really burned out and you just think you're not going to be able to make it to that age, early retirement may be something you'd want to consider if you financially have given yourself the opportunity to do so earlier in life. If early retirement is something that is on the horizon and it's something you're interested in, this podcast episode is going to be for you. In this episode, we're going to talk about a couple of key areas you're going to want to keep an eye on and work through if early retirement seems like something you're going to want to pursue. To begin, the first thing I think anybody who's thinking about early retirement should look into is what is your life going to look like when you actually retire and getting very clear about what that vision is for yourself is extremely important. All of a sudden, you're going to be 52, 53 years old, and you're not going to have to get up and go to work anymore. What's an average day going to look like? What's an average week going to look like? What are you going to do to keep yourself occupied? What are you going to do to keep your mind occupied? What are you going to do to enhance your life in all the other areas you're going to have time to enhance your life in now that you don't have to worry about work? And then once you have that figured out, Can you quantify what that's going to look like from a dollar and cent standpoint? If you think that you're going to travel a lot when you're young or you're going to start a hobby or you're going to spend more time with your family, that's great. Those are goals that you have for yourself and accomplishing those are extremely important. But what's that going to cost? And if it's going to cost a lot more than what you can actually afford based on what you've saved up to this point, you may have to taper down some of those expectations And you may have to get them more in line with what the actual reality of your financial situation says you can actually accomplish. So getting very clear about what the vision is you have for yourself and for your life is extremely important. And not only very clear about the vision for yourself, but the vision for your family. Do you have a spouse that works who wants to continue to work? What's that dynamic going to look like between you and your spouse? If they're still working, are you still going to have time to be able to go out and travel and do all the things you're going to want to do? So before you start making financial moves and before you start really trying to maximize your financial position in order to allow yourself to retire early, spend some time getting very clear about what your life could look like if you were to retire early and what that might cost you because those are two huge question marks you're going to want to solve not only for your financial well-being but for your personal and your family's personal well-being as well. The second thing I think everybody should take a look at is mitigating risks normal retirees face that are going to be enhanced for you when you retire early. And we're going to talk about three big ones. The first risk that is going to be really enhanced for you if you decide you want to retire early, specifically in your 50s, is sequence of return risk. 
Sequence of return risk is you entering retirement and having to sell your retirement assets, whether it's a 401k, IRAs, Roth IRAs, it doesn't matter, to pay yourself in retirement. And sequence of return risk is you selling those assets during market periods that are not great. So let's just say that you decided you wanted to retire early in 2007 and then 2008 hit and markets absolutely crashed. Well, it doesn't matter that investment markets are crashing. You still need to pay yourself in retirement. So now you are forced to have to sell your retirement assets, which could be mutual funds, ETFs, IR, ETFs, stocks, bonds, it doesn't matter, at a loss. And at some point during 2008, it was a significant loss, sometimes 35, 45, even 50% in some cases. And that means because you have to sell those investments to pay yourself in retirement, it's less money that actually gets to stay in your account and recover when markets end up going back up. And if you hit a couple of bad years early in retirement because of sequence of return risk, you could end out really shortening quite dramatically the time you thought you had or the time you thought your investment portfolio would give you as far as retirement goes. So if you thought you could afford to live in retirement for the next 45, 50 years based off of the amount of money you've saved thus far, and you hit bad market returns early in retirement, specifically if you retire early, it could dramatically shorten the amount of time that that investment portfolio or that retirement portfolio could pay you in retirement. The other big one is inflation risk. We're talking inflation right now with everybody because it's such a pain point for a lot of people. Inflation comes and goes. If you retire in your early 50s and you live for another 45, 50 years, chances are you're going to experience more bouts of inflation. Are you prepared for that? Is your retirement portfolio prepared for that? And is your distribution strategy prepared for that? Because it's going to be very, very important that you have that buttoned up if you retire early. And then finally, the last one is tax risk. Let's just say you've done a phenomenal job of saving for retirement in your company's 401k, and now you have millions of dollars saved up, and you think that's more than enough you'll ever need when when it actually comes time to get to retirement, and you determine that that time is when you're 51 years old. Well, again, if you live for another 50 years into your 100, that's not out of the question. How many times is tax regulation going to change between the time you retire and the time you die? And if all your money is tax deferred inside a 401k, it means the government has complete control on how that money gets taxed, good and bad, moving forward. And if it's out of your control, it means it's a giant risk because we can't count on taxation of that money being steady or consistent throughout your retirement, which is a huge downfall for anybody that wants to retire early. The other thing I tell a lot of people who think about wanting to retire early is you need to create your own guaranteed income stream. Where like we mentioned earlier, most of the time people retire when they get to their 60s because they have the ability to turn on their social security check at age 62. Well, if you're 50, 51, 52 and you enter retirement, You don't have that guaranteed income stream, and I think it's extremely important for you to have one if you're going to retire early. And the easiest way to get that is to go out and buy some sort of income annuity. Now, I know when people hear the word annuity, they just their attention gets turned off, but believe me, it's extremely important to have some sort of guaranteed income stream for your vital expenses in retirement, specifically if you're retiring early. And the best way to do that is through an income annuity because of the mortality credits they provide. Mortality credits are created when people die sooner than expected and don't receive as many income payments as they thought they were going to. Those additional income payments get put into a pool and that pool pays out to other people who live longer. So more likely than not, if you retire early and you have a long life in front of you 
and you feel healthy and you think you're going to live for a long time, buying an income annuity is going to be in your best interest most likely because it's going to be able to pay you more for a longer period of time and more consistently over your longer retirement period than what you could get investing money yourself and drawing off of that investment over that same period of time. The other nice thing is with that income annuity is you know you have that income stream for the rest of your life. So you can count on that money being there for vital expenses between ages of 50 and 62, 65, 70. Whenever you decide to turn on Social Security, it can kind of help you bridge that gap. So think about purchasing an income annuity to create some sort of guaranteed income stream if you think retiring early in your 50s is something you want to do. The other thing you need to be prepared of, if prepared for when you retire early is you need to be able to stomach more risk in investment markets. So rule of thumb for a lot of people is you get closer to retirement, you start dialing down the risk in your investment portfolios. And for a lot of people, that's smart. But if you're going to retire in your early 50s, and again, if you think you have a long road ahead of you in retirement, meaning you think you're going to have a lot of longevity in your life, you need to be able to pay for that life by taking on risk and experiencing over the long term the rate of return equities give you in investments. You can't dial down your retirement portfolio and your investments to a place that is extremely conservative if you're going to retire early because the opportunity cost missed of not getting access to a lot of those long-term gains and the compounding that could be done in that investment account over your extended retirement is would be absolutely brutal. So just know if you're going to retire early, you're going to have to be able to stomach, stomach more risk than maybe you like with your investments in order to create the type of return you'll need to allow yourself to retire early and continuously pay yourself in retirement through those investments. Another really important area you have to be aware of is do you have a backup plan if needed? A lot of the times people have a specific reason why they want to retire early, whether it's they're burned out or something else. And then they get a couple of years off and they go, this isn't as glamorous or as great as I thought it was going to be. Where can I reposition myself in order to get back into the workforce or start doing something else because this early retirement isn't what I thought it was. So one of the areas you're going to want to continuously be aware of is if you retire early, do you want to keep something like your pharmacist license active? That way, if you retire at 52 and then all of a sudden five years goes by and you're 57 and you go, huh, I've done everything I wanted to do. I'm kind of getting bored. I wish I could go back to work on a part-time basis because I could stomach that. If your pharmacist license is still active, it gives you the opportunity to find employment opportunities that are out there that could fit that need. The other thing is, what happens if you spend more in those early years of retirement than you initially thought? You did get the travel bug and you traveled all over the place and all of a sudden you get to a point where you're eight, nine years into your early retirement and you go, Ooh, I have to cut back on my spending. Well, going out and finding part-time work could be some way for you to supplement that lack of spending you're able to do through the limited amount of retirement resources you have at that time. So have a backup plan because chances are as you get in a couple of years into that early retirement, things aren't going to be what you thought they're going to be, maybe for good, maybe for bad, and you're maybe going to want to pivot into doing something else. So keep as many options as you can open when you enter into early retirement in case you need to do something different a couple of years down the road. And then finally, the last area that I think is very important is you want to make sure that you are very good at being self-aware. Just like what we talked about in the beginning about getting very clear about what your life is going to look like, 
even after you do that and after you enter in retirement, you're still going to want to be very clear about what you want for yourself. And becoming very self-aware is extremely important in order to do that. So you always want to have the ability to be able to monitor what makes you happy. You could have entered early retirement in your early 50s and all of a sudden it's just not as exhilarating or it's just not as fulfilling as it was a couple of years ago. Why is that? Why are you, aren't you happier now than were you, when you were earlier in life? And being able to understand that is extremely important. So one of the big things you can do when you hit early retirement is to journal. Write down a lot of your thoughts and feelings about why early retirement is important, what makes you happy about early retirement when you actually get into it, so you have something you can look back on to be able to benchmark in case you don't feel that way anymore five, six years into it. The other reason why being self-aware is extremely important is because it's going to allow you to see if you're picking up on any bad habits. So in early retirement, you get a lot of free time, and it's the type of free time you've probably never had in your life up to that point. And with a lot of people, free time brings the ability to introduce new things into their life that they originally might not have taken part in. And these could be a number of different things, but are they the type of things that truly make you happy? Are they the type of things that are fulfilling? Or are they things you just took up because you thought you needed to do something to fill your time? And if that's the case, being self-aware will allow you to pick up on that and you can make changes as you go. And then finally, the biggest reason why being self-aware is extremely important is because you want to always be monitoring how your relationships with other people are going. When you retire early, a lot of your friends in your same age range may not be doing the same thing. Heck, your spouse may not be doing the same thing. And how is that going to affect your relationship with those people? If you want to get out and do a bunch of stuff and travel or golf or do whatever else you think you're going to want to do to fill your time in early retirement... Are you prepared to do that with different people than you maybe previously have done it with? Because those people that you have done those type of things with in the past probably aren't going to be able to do it as much because they may still be working. And how is that going to affect those relationships? And being self-aware will allow you to see those relationships going in one direction or another. And it will allow you to make corrections in the way you interact with those people that you care about to make sure those relationships don't get spoiled. So being self-aware is extremely important and becoming really good at that and building that skill before you decide you want to retire early is something that I think could be critical in making or breaking a successful early retirement. So those are just areas you're going to want to keep an eye on and think deeper about if you think early retirement is something you're going to want to take advantage of. If you're looking for more information about the podcast, myself, or PharmD Financial Planning, feel free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, PharmD Financial Planning, for more great insight. Podcast at farmdfp.com with questions, topics, or ideas you'd like to hear more about. Finally, until next time, PharmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.